0: Hi everyone, it's Roger here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. This week we're going to be doing something a little bit different because I've got Casey here from What's On Netflix and we're going to be kind of comparing Netflix and Disney Plus of like what's going to be coming up um, next year and also kind of looking at what's been going on this year so it's a little bit different there's like no news because i'm um, well i'm going to be in at the d23 expo so we thought we'd do something a little bit different this week so let's jump into it casey so do you want to um kind of jump in and kind of give us um what you wanted to talk about really
1: yeah sure uh so i figured what we'd do is put together a list of 12 titles uh free coming up next year and then three that have been this year so far and three still to come this year um and then just yeah just battle it out i guess and then in the comments comment section you tell me which team won
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of going to be interesting i feel like um like everything right now like with like netflix has had um such a like a weird year hasn't it it's kind of been all over the place with um just it kind of a, a, a bit of a bumpy year and i think that's and then impacted on every streaming service and you know and i'm i'm looking at like now like um what's happened with netflix is kind of like in some way a bit of a shake-up was a, a, probably needed because the, the the growth of netflix was just not able to you could none of them were able to go um as big as they did and i was just, just wondering before we jump into um like that do you think this is going to have an impact on how much content netflix is going to be making in the future or are they going to still carry on at the same speed uh
1: so i think it's going to uh smooth out a little bit more than what we expected i think they're still going to be putting heavy investment in territories that they think are going to grow more and I actually think that's going to be something we see across the board um but yeah as you say where Netflix leads everyone tends to follow and you know the stock price has not been kind to any any streamer this year uh because it's not based on just pure subgroup anymore it's it's sort of based on everything else in which case Disney is pretty pretty well stocked for that because they've got all the other um uh, you know all the other uh, revenue streams but having said that you know i wouldn't say that the box office is that secure for disney at the moment um you know i i think you could argue there's a there's a case uh titles like blight year may have suffered because of disney plus because people got used to yeah. uh pixar movies going straight on there so everything's up in the air i still don't think we've got a new normal yet as well um because viewership is going to be down uh, across the board i imagine as people want to go outside and touch grass again um after the pandemic. So yeah, I think it's uh, it's all up in the air, but uh, I, I don't see Netflix's investment changing that much. I just, I feel like they're going to be more um, uh, precise in what the, in what the, exactly they're going after as opposed to a sort of general broad uh, slate. Yeah,
0: because it always feels like with me, like Netflix is, is throwing out so many, I think because they had to essentially try and catch up like a 50 year st- to studios as quickly as possible. And I don't know if like now they've reached like that 50% mark they might slow down a little bit i know like with like disney sometimes i wonder like if they could actually get all their studios together and actually realize what sometimes it's like you guys are putting out a lot of stuff all over the place if you actually like looked at it more as a
1: proper single slate it might not need to do quite as much and you could cut back a bit yeah it's really tricky because like it's it's always that argument of quantity over quality isn't it you know and you Mm. could argue marvel has now sort of fell into that trap almost um so yeah i think i Balancing act is going to be good. Also, keeping churn down is all, is an, is another huge factor. You know, the reason why we're getting a Marvel title every quarter at the moment is to keep people engaged, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yes.
0: Um, but yeah. So let's jump into the the first one, which is the easier one of what. Um, so it's like the top our top three titles. Um, so I'm going to be obviously representing the Disney Plus side. You're going to be representing um,
1: Netflix. So um, do you want to start off? Sure. Uh, yeah, I've picked t- uh, two. Um, uh, relatively disney plus comparisons uh mm. so i'm going to kick off with lost ollie um it came out uh, just a, a week or two ago and it's absolutely superb it's four episode mini series um it uses industrial light and magic which is obviously a very much dis disney camp yeah. um but yeah it's just four episodes of a, a a little bunny that gets lost and has to find its owner it's uh yeah it'll uh, tear your heart out and uh stuff it back in and make you feel a little warm inside by the end which is uh
0: yeah, I, I haven't heard of that one before. That's the first time um, I get, and I always feel like that's one of the issues with sometimes with Netflix, of trying to get that word out. Because um, I remember like with our Heartstopper this summer, uh, yeah. back at the beginning, that was like one that just seemed to just, it just naturally just got the word out there and I checked it out and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I think like- it, know, it, Yeah, it's a real yeah.
1: tragedy that this one isn't, isn't blowing up in the way it should. It's absolutely superb.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna pick one um for my side now. Um I'm gonna go way back to the beginning of like sort of the spring, turning red. Um yeah. I think this one was um a a really, really good movie. It's kind of one of those situations of um it, it had a great story. Um being a kid of that age, am I kind of connected with it good. Um I, I love the idea that they kind of they touched on um female like periods and stuff but I didn't go in like heavy it was very much metaphors adults will pick it up um you can kind of uh, but obviously it got, it got picked up on that um and it was kind of way I think way blown out of proportion but that was kind of like that movie of like that could have done quite n- nicely at the box office but I think a lot of people forget that Disney had to like make a decision like three four months before that when like Omicron was out and they kind of had to make that decision. But for me, it was it's definitely like one of the top films of the year that's a like a Disney Plus
1: original. Um, so I wanted to throw that one in there because I, I thought that was such a great, fun movie. Yeah, and it looked gorgeous too, didn't it? Yeah. Um, on the TV. Uh, yeah, looks absolutely superb. Yeah, I, I don't know whether that would have been one I went to see in the cinema, but it's yeah. definitely something I'd check out on Disney Plus for sure.
0: Okay, uh, over to you for your next um, one for Netflix.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go for another uh, big animation hit, uh, uh, which was the Sea Beast um, that came out this July. It's from a former Disney alum, so Mm -hmm. I think it it fits nicely into this category. Um, Yeah, absolutely stunning uh, visuals. Um, I I thought the story uh, was a little bit... um, The pacing was a little strange. Uh, It should have stacked a bit more at the front to get you hooked, but it's stayed in the top tens, Pretty much all summer in the kids top tens at least. Mm. Um yeah, and it's got a great voice cast, uh, great story, and and it's one of the you know, one of the biggest animation movies Netflix has ever put out. And I think it really is showing that they're in competition with Disney's own studios now.
0: Well I always look at it a little bit because it's always funny because everyone like oh, well Disney make all these, these big animated movies and no one touches them. And we're going, like well, Universal and Dreamworks have been around for like 20, yeah. 30 plus years. There's always been strong competition and, and more competition from other studios makes Disney stuff better. That's why, that's why I always look at it. You know, if there was nobody else making stuff, that's when Disney would get a bit complacent. So to me, it's like with Netflix and Apple and everybody else making really good animation stuff, that's going to continue to to push the whole genre,
1: not only genre, but just the whole method of using animation. Yeah, and, and remember, a lot of these studios have been like... Uh with former Disney employees, you know, the ones that fund uh, Fuel and Apple at the moment is John Lasseter, right? So, um yeah, I think Disney's been good for all the streaming services one way or another for training yeah. everyone up. So thank you very That's much. That's it. <laughs> um,
0: now, I'm going to, for my next film, I'm going to allow, obviously with me being um, international, I'm going to be including Star Stuff Um, mm-hmm. because it is just part of Disney Plus here. Um, it's, it's not anything special or different. But, so I'm going to go with Prey um because i thought this was the one of the, the one of the best movies 20th put out this year um it was a fantastic addition into the uh, predator franchise it really caught a lot of people off guard there was so much good it was kind of at that netflix vibe whereas it got a social media boost because everyone went oh it's good
1: <laughs> yeah. it was Just like,
0: and everyone could watch over the weekend and it just really kind of blew and i just really enjoyed it. i thought it was such a great like it was like a proper action movie, like like I grew up on from the 80s and the 90s, which we don't see as many of now.
1: Yeah, it was it was not bloated like the other Predator movies has been. Um, yeah, it's just superb from start to uh, start to finish. Um, re- really good. Uh, whether it would have done well in cinema, that's another good question. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of the few times that I've tuned in Disney Plus day one for something that isn't a Marvel or Star Wars show. Uh, and there needs to be far more of those. So yeah, yeah a definitely. great pick. And your final pick from the ones we've already had this year? Yeah, I'm going to go from uh, the Lincoln Lawyer, which is, so, and I'm going to tie, try and tie it back to Disney because it's something that you would expect to see on ABC or something like that. Um, and and one of the main reasons why Netflix was big in the first place, you know, there was you, you used to be able to jump in onto a show and just binge it from start to finish. Uh, it's got a familiar feel because um, it's you know it's just a lawyer show at the end of the day, you know, adapting a great book, but it's uh it yeah it's. It, it really hit hit the mark for me um and i hope uh, netflix does more types of shows like this uh because i think they're broad um and, and in this case superbly well written as well
0: and i'm very surprised because I, I was i thought it was a shoe that one of these three was going to be stranger things because i was
1: just like <laughs> uh, damn. yes it should have been,
0: yeah, been. <laughs> i was, was just strange. like i was like like that t- i mean i'm gonna be i'll be mean, that to me it was like one of the biggest Best shows I watched all summer. And I mean, I've been watching it every every year the new season come, but that fourth season was oh incredible. god, you caught,
1: caught me out. You've added another one to my <laughs> yeah, <that Yes>.
0: was, <laughs> I'm gonna give you an, I'll give you that bonus because that was I mean that was like the biggest hit of the year. I mean it was an amazing series. Because I thought season three was a bit
1: and yeah, and I can't
0: even remember what happened. where season four, I mean me and my wife just binged out both different um volumes like within a couple of days. We just loved it, and they were long episodes.
1: Yeah, and it, it hit all the right marks again, didn't it? You know, it, it almost felt like it was going back to the thing that se- made season one so special. You know, great characters and uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't believe I didn't think of that. Maybe maybe <laughs> I'm gonna try and uh, make the excuse that I'm trying to be too clever and think of stuff that are beyond. <laughs> yeah, what most. I think
0: also, I think also for me as well of like being a kid from the '80s, like Stranger Things. I I just I get it. I grew up on those movies and shows, and it, it just. It it does have that nostalgia, but it, it's fresh, and I, I just love mm. them—the music—and yeah. So, I Stranger Things was—it's I think actually, to be honest, I think if I was doing like a top ten of the year, that sees that show would be in it because for me, it was it was an incredible one, um, an incredible one. So my I final had to
1: give Lost Dolly a shout out. But, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's my <laughs> well, that's excuse. That's <laughs>
0: the thing. you throwing, <laughs> throwing some light on something else. Um, for my third and final one from what's been added this year, I'm gonna go for Moon Knight um i adored this series um from top to, i would have liked it a little bit longer i could have done a little bit more of the stranger things with a little bit longer episode to kind of um, stretch out that finale because it felt a little bit rushed but i loved everything about this series the um a brand new character oscar isaac obviously being a huge star it just it felt like a movie if it, it felt like i was watching a marvel movie um and it was uh, to me it's in that top level of the marvel shows of of them but uh, i just really loved that series uh it was like it wasn't even a second thought of just like that is the one that is the one for me that i've i've loved the most probably since loki i mean it's it's been I thought that was an amazing series
1: yeah i haven't actually caught up on that one yet it's uh yeah it I don't know what was happening in my life at the time, but I think I just sort of said, I'm gonna have to skip over one or two of these. And I think sadly that was the one, but I've, I've heard it sort of siloed enough where it sort of, it can stand on its own two feet. Whereas I find that a lot of the other MCU shows, um, you know, they either have a great premise that ends with, you know, it happened to walk back into the the old familiar tale. Yeah. yeah, Moonlight
0: very much is singular. It doesn't it doesn't really have any interconnection really with the rest of the MCU, and that's good. I like that about it. I don't mind a little bit of crossover like we're doing currently, like with She Hulk. I I think that, that works if you're leaning in on it fully, and you're yes, completely go. It's like whereas opposed to just kind of like you know little nods and little Easter eggs a little bit, but definitely for me, um, yeah, that one was one of the best ones.
1: Um, yeah. So, what's up next? Uh, So we're going to look at uh, the most anticipated titles for the remainder of the year. So this is everything between sort of now and December 31st. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And uh, yeah, I'll throw it to you. You go first. Okay.
0: So my big one is going to be Star Wars Andor. Um, Andor, um, a 12 episode, a more gritty Star Wars story, getting three episodes on the 21st of September. Um, I'm loving the fact that they're doing that, They're kind of really letting us get in on it and... I think they're finding that system seems to be working quite nicely of like dropping a few episodes and then um, stretch it out. But this feels like I always like Rogue One. And this one just feels, I mean, this was like one of the very first Disney Plus originals. And that's way back in like 2018. I mean, I got articles on the website going back, you know, back when <laughs> we started. And like, this was like, well, there's going to be a Rogue One trip. And it's like, you know, like here we are, like four plus years later. And we're finally getting it. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. So that one is definitely for me. And I think that was probably one of the ones of the whole year. I was much more looking forward to that than Obi-Wan Kenobi or Boba Fett.
1: This one was the one I was most excited for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm quite looking forward to this one. Uh, Obi-Wan was a bit of a disappointment to me. I thought I thought it was a bit over too bloated. Um, but Andor, you know, is a good test for um, using original characters, you know, that weren't aren't really connected to the main six, you know, which I think yeah the, I think's it been a problem thus far and it yeah it looks stunning and, and they've clearly put a lot of work into that one um,
0: okay up first for you
1: yeah i'm gonna go knives out 2 or glass onion and knives out <laughs> conspiracy um uh mystery uh, i think yes. it's called um yeah it, i i think they picked this one up from Lionsgate, and they're going to do the second and third movie mm. i also think it's going to be a huge test um because we still don't know whether it's getting actual theatrical or proper release um so this, this one's gonna be a real tester, I think, for Netflix's movie strategy um, moving forward. Um and it's just got an absolutely huge cast in it. Um and the first movie was superb. Um, but whether they can capture the same magic in the second one is uh, yeah, we'll have to see.
0: Yeah, for me, this one, this was th- this is the one for me for Netflix. This is the one I'm really looking forward to. I love the first film. I do like that kind of how Agatha Christie kind of hmm. um death in paradise kind of. Feel to um, these kind of movies, Um, so this is what I'm looking forward to. It's interesting, like with this theatrical thing of, like, you know, if they could send it out to out to cinemas. Right? I mean, like, I don't think a week or two weeks is really enough to kind of. I think the 45 day window. I don't know if it it needs a little bit longer than that. I'll be honest, but um, I do think, like, I think, like, was it Grey Man? They only did like a weekend. It wasn't very long, was it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I had to do a two hour round trip just to see it the week the week before. Yeah. Yes, and it, and it's only in select theaters too. So that you know, most yeah. of the main cinema chains don't carry it. So
0: yes, um, yeah, no, and it's, it's it's definitely one of those things when you're not in London, they trying to of, of getting up for these things. But it's yeah. So I definitely feel like I'm. I'm uh, uh knives out. What's such a weird name? Onion was it? Onion?
1: Uh, glass onion. Yeah, knives out. Yeah. Mystery. I think it's mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah or knives out too as everyone else is going to call them yeah. call it yeah um but if, the... if if no movie is going to get a theatrical release at netflix i um you know i i, I think if any movie's going to get one it'll be this one so
0: yeah. and they got to um... make that money back <laughs> well sure because <laughs> i mean was it, was it 400 million or something they paid on yeah something like that it.
1: whether it all got spent on just buying it out up front and with a cast like this it works slightly different because there isn't back end so you're you're having to pay a huge um cast bill up front um so yeah hopefully it's a good movie too um
0: right so for my next pick i'm gonna go with an um another lucasville one i'm looking forward to willow which is going to be starting at the end of um november i am i love the original movie um, I, I don't necessarily know if we needed a willow sequel. it was kind of but it's nice just to see kind of something a little bit. I'm looking forward to watching something a little bit different. you know we've had the Marvel and the Star Wars done a lot. It would be nice to watch a big epic, expensive show on Disney plus that's not Marvel or Star Wars and this one is kind of like this one could be a, a sleeper for the winter of just like this one could be a lot of fun and'm I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to learning more about it.
1: Yeah, and I have absolutely no idea about any of the IP because I've never seen the original movie. So (laughs) this will be something I'd dive in first time. So it would be interesting to see whether it's just made for the fans of the old one or whether they can introduce the into the whole, um, you know, whole new generation to it yeah should be good um so what about your next choice so i'm I, i'm surprised you haven't well actually i'm not surprised you haven't picked pinocchio yet but i'm gonna pick uh, guillermo del toro's uh, pinocchio the new stop motion one uh, which yeah. is going toe-to-toe uh with uh, disney's tom hanks version um i i'm personally way more excited for netflix's vision which i think is going to be a lot darker and, and um when and when is the netflix one out uh, December 9th, uh, so oh, right. it's early December It might, I, I think it's getting a theatrical release as well, but I think that one's a lot shorter
0: Yes, so Pinocchio came out on Disney Plus Day, so just a couple of days ago when we're releasing this one, I have seen it, I watched it yesterday, um, it's kind of alright, I I didn't really, it's it's very much a case of the original movie and with a few extra minutes and it's just a new low, it's, it's very and I wasn't a huge fan of the original movie so it and and that's yeah. that kind of thing. If you do the same story again and you didn't really like the first one that much, it's not really. It's, it was a bit like it looks fine. It looks great. Pinocchio looks great in it. Um, it it definitely is. There's some really great scenes in it, but it, yeah, it wouldn't have been on my uh, anticipated one because I like I said, I just I I don't mind the original one. But I if I never watched it again, I. The yeah. You know, I'm talking about the 1940s one, I never would be that worried about it. It's it's, it's fine, but you know, it's I'll be interested because, um, yeah, Datoro can make some amazing stuff, um, and he makes some good ones, so it'll be interesting to see how differently it compares. So it'd be nice to see a different take on it. That's the way I'm looking at it, yes,
1: yeah, and it very much is a different take. And as I say, it's been years in the making, and uh, yeah, Del Toro rarely misses, so very mm. looking, very much looking forward to it.
0: Okay, so for my final pick, I'm going to go for National Treasure: Edge of History. It's a brand new Disney um, series coming at some point. As obviously, we don't know the date as of yet. Um, I love the original National Treasure si- movies. Um, this one looks a little bit different. Again, I'm looking forward to watching something a little bit different on Disney Plus. That's and so this one was one like, yeah, that's kind of high on my t- sort of watch list of what i what I'm looking forward to myself. Is there any other Marvel shows coming out at the end of this year? No, because once we get once we got she hulk out the way, which ends in October, there's um yeah, there is no more we there's there's probably gonna be a um Halloween special that will be announced at the D C3. Sure. And I've, um yeah, I, I there's the hollow the holiday special from Guardians of the Galaxy. But the oh, okay. next big series dropping is gonna be next um when next year, we're gonna have um what if season two and the next big live series is secret invasion. And I actually think it's going to be good for Marvel to have maybe a few months of just a little bit less. Um,
1: yeah, I think, I think it, and, I think and it, it does and, need that. And it keeps all eyes on black Panther two at that point too. Um, so you're not, yeah. um, cannibalizing it. So my, yeah. my final pick, and I, again, I've tried to weave it in with Disney here is, is a little bit, um, is, uh, Ryan Murphy's, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, um, limited series, uh, uh, with Evan Peters playing Jeffrey Dahmer, um, we don't know the release date. This I, I've been told that it might be eyeing a surprise release at the end of this month, but we'll see. Um, it's definitely going to be here by by Halloween. But yeah, um, uh, Ryan Murphy uh, has a, has had a trouble time at Netflix away from Fox. What do you mean? He just, he just,
0: I, he, I just thought he worked at FX and just occasionally <laughs> wrote some stuff on. The- <laughs>
1: yeah uh yeah so i think his 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 second half of his netflix deal is going to be putting out a lot um more broader stuff uh and and hopefully better as well um so hopefully he goes out with his deal i mean it sounds like he's going back to disney's camp so um but this this seems more in line with sort of like his american crime story um series for um fx so Yeah. yeah Um, and yeah. and Jeffrey Dahmer is such a strange character too. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see that. Yeah, it'd be,
0: it'd be interesting because I, I, I'm kind of hit and miss on his stuff. I like the American crime story stuff more than the American horror stories mm. things. Um, I'm looking forward to like the, the Feud one. I want to. I need to watch the original one. Um, but it's that kind of thing. of, it does seem like he's done a, It's done more on the Disney side than on the Netflix side because if this some kind of contract deal where he can work on existing properties. <laughs> and there's like I think it was I put a bit of colon in the name seems to be a, a bit of a technical get around clause.
1: Yeah, I, I mean you could argue Netflix hasn't got his money worth. I mean they basically told him to make anything he wanted and in the first half that is exactly what he what he did. Um and and, and, and you know there's artistic achievement and a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff that he's put out but it just hasn't got the broad appeal of some of his fx and fox stuff mm-hmm. so him leaning back into what makes him great over there um is is probably going to pay dividends for netflix at the end mm-hmm. um, right yeah
0: so that that sounds pretty cool so um what next are we going to be talking about
1: uh so i'm gonna pick three movies uh coming up in 2023 uh, and i'll kick off with um uh i'll kick off with spaceman of Bohemia*. I, pretty sure no one's heard of this before yeah. um so it's an adam sandler movie but as we all know adam sandler sort of got out <laughs> of his um uh idiot phase i'd say and more into his sort of oscar looking phase and i think i don't know whether this one's gonna be an oscar contender but it's based on a really good book and it's a sci-fi twist um so he plays an astronaut who meets a spider i believe a talking spider in space it's gonna be completely batshit and either co- Utterly awful or really, really good, um, because there seems to be yeah. no in between for Sandler at the moment.
0: <laughs> See, I am gonna be, I will say, I am one of the fans of Adam Sandler's stupid side. I love, you know, all his movies that you, you know, I done I liked a lot of his stuff. Um, I've some of his Netflix ones have been a little, there was the one he did with, um, where they were pretending to be in Africa for some um holiday thing with Jennifer, Jennifer, Anderson, oh, of mystery, yes, yeah, um, uh. Yeah, so there's, then he had one with a family, I think it was as well, where they were, um, they they won a trip so, it's it's been a bit hit and miss. I like the one. I think he also did one where he was a shoekeeper or something. He like um, so I've been I have been watching his stuff, but I always like you know like Click and Happy Madison. Yes, yeah, early stuff. you know Billy. Um, yeah, I like. So I I think I go in with with his stuff a little bit more open minded because I did like his his style, um, but was like say if he changes it and he's a bit older, it doesn't sometimes work.
1: Yeah, and I'm also now shooting myself in the foot because Hustle, his movie this year, the, the sports um, yeah. M- NBA one was absolutely superb. So another one I'm gutted I didn't put in the original list. But um, yeah, this one, this one, I've, I don't know. It's like completely throwing it up in the air and then we'll see what comes down um, at the end of it. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Right, so my first pick is going to be The Haunted Mansion. So this one is going to be coming out, um, I believe this one is for March the 10th next year. Um, I am a huge lover of the uh, the attraction. It's one of my favorite rides I love doing at Disneyland. Um, new take on it, a little bit different. Hopefully we see a little bit of this coming soon. Um, yeah, to me, it was just like Haunted Mansion. I'm so The, that's the yeah. name was just like, um, I know the Eddie Murphy movie was terrible, but there, I even I like rewatching that one. So the Haunted Mansion for me is just like, and it's just, again, nice just to do something that is a way. Who said that one, sorry? Um, I'm gonna have to look. I, I oh it's uh let's just see here. So we've got Owen Wilson, we've got rosario okay. Dawson, we've got Danny DeVito, Jared Leto, and Jamie Lee Curtis. So yes, it's got it's got quite a few, it's got a big big cast in it as ghosts and stuff. Um yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to this one. This one's gonna be a lot of fun.
1: Cool. Uh yeah, so the second pick I'm going uh the Electric State. Uh it's another one from Joe and Anthony Russo, who just put out the gray man on Netflix. Um again this one's got an absolute monster budget whether you whether you argue it's they're doing well with that um budget is is another story but it's uh using millie bobby brown who's obviously from stranger things so it's it's got a nice netflix tie back to it Uh, and the book is absolutely superb it's about um a a girl trying to with a robot trying to get back to her father across like a a world that's been ravaged and post apocalyptic. It's, uh, yeah, a superb book. Um, but yeah, a really interesting one. Uh, this absolutely huge cast. I think Chris Pratt's in it too. Um, and then a slew of other big name stars too, as well. See, this is the,
0: see, for me, one of the things I'd like to do, like on a, on a Sunday afternoon, we'll either like catch up on like the latest big movie release on so, like on Netflix or on Amazon or Paramount, or we'll rent a movie. So we kind of Sunday afternoons just become a little bit, sometimes for me of just being able to go right let's just i don't need to think about this one i, I can just relax frozen, it's, yeah it's, <laughs> i can just enjoy it and watch see what everybody else is doing um so yeah so these are the kind of things um that you know for me of like like that is a movie like, yeah i'll check that out over the weekend when that one drops those are the kind of movies for me
1: yeah and they're spending a fortune on it so why not
0: <laughs> yes sometimes that's good sometimes that's bad yeah um because uh, for me, um, one of the big ones, I love the one with Ryan Reynolds, The Adam Project. That was such a great, great Netflix film. I thought that was great. Um, my next film is the Indiana Jones movie. We know nothing about it. It's just a new Indiana Jones film. Yeah, it's Indiana Jones. I mean, <laughs> can you? It's like it's got that. It, this is a, a, the advantage that Disney does have, isn't it? You know, you can you can be like this movie's coming out on this book, and I can just have to say like two words, and like you instantly yeah. know what <laughs> you know what you you know, and that that is the power of IP.
1: Yes, yeah, instant brand recognition, and it's yeah. good to see Lucasfilm uh, doing other stuff beyond Star Wars as well. So um...
0: yeah, it, it's it's kind of odd with Indiana. I'm gonna admit, I kind of feel like it was maybe it's, it's that kind of thing of maybe time to like give it to somebody else and like reboot the franchise um but end but hopefully in some way i, I mean I, this one might have time traveling i don't know what they're doing um but we had aliens in the last one so i mean we're at a point now where we don't really have to like um worry too much but i, I really is, look is forward that one to getting it. a
1: theatrical release sorry yes yeah yeah, yeah, the,
0: is, yeah yes yeah but this is the kind of the thing again with disney of now especially all their big movies, obviously the big expensive ones that most people mm. afford to get that theatrical release. It's only really the B ones. And I don't know if there's going to be less of them moving forward. I, I feel mm. like they might shift some over. Um, I feel like with some like these, the, the search like films and stuff that, you know, they seem to be leaning back into the idea of, no, we'll just put it out in cinemas. So if it can make a few million dollars or it, it brings money back in and it's worth more on streaming i i do feel and also with that hbo deal when that ends that might free things up a little bit but i do feel like the the ones that they are releasing i mean that they haven't really given dates or times or anything hopefully we find it a little bit more at the d23 expo but in generally um yeah so most of the ones are all big theatrical ones
1: yeah because because if you said it was straight to disney plus i'd probably be like oh. Okay. then.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't think they would do that one, but what's your next pick? Uh,
1: so my final pick for this uh, category is the killer. Um, I'm big David Fincher fan. So I'm looking forward to seeing this, uh, with, we know absolutely nothing about it. Um, or, uh, you know, beyond its, um, its main cast, which is Michael Fassbender and uh, Tilda Swinton. Um, but it's based on a comic book. Um, and yeah, David Fincher is my main driving force as to why this might be great. Um, and it's again, monster budget, uh, but yeah, I think it's another one that's gonna just appear out of nowhere on people's radar um, and hopefully do a good job.
0: So for my next pick, I've gone for a Marvel film. Now it's kind of difficult to pick, really, because there's four of them. And trying to pick one is kind of hard. So we got like the Marvels, we have got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the new Ant-Man Quantumania, and Blade. Mm. So trying to pick one of them to go for. It's like Blade, I'm interested in because I think Blade is might be my pick because. Again, we haven't seen Blade since Wesley Snipes. I love those movies. I love the character. It's something new. It could be a bit more horror leading into a different era. So it's a bit like, I think that for me, Blade is the one like, that one could be very interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think Guardians of the Galaxy would be a more uh, uh, easy pick, I think, and a more, like, if you were putting money on it. Um, Blade Blade could go one or two ways. I think if you, if you pee off the wrong fans i think that one's gonna get
0: absolutely caned but um
1: yeah some things are better off left left alone and i don't know whether blade is one of them um I we'll, th- we'll see. Yeah,
0: it's kind of a weird because i think in some ways of like because marvel's got so many different characters and stuff like Bla- mm. i mean and blade was kind of like one especially the first blade film was one of the very good comic book hero movies of yes. the 90s um I loved it. I love that one there. And obviously they they went on as the the, the series went on. But in some ways, I don't think sometimes a lot of younger people growing up quite realize how much rubbish we had to sit through (laughs) in the 90s (laughs) in terms of superhero movies. It's like, they weren't all like it is now where you get good ones every time. You know, we did have some bad ones. But yeah, so Blade's definitely for me, so. yeah, so what's is we've we got, we got one more left.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. we've got one category left, which is the top three TV shows uh series okay. in 2023.
0: Okay, so do you want to start off with that one?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go, uh, Avatar Last Airbender. Um, uh, again, Netflix hasn't had the best track record when it's come to bringing animation into live action. Um, this one's using all the latest tech and it's got a pretty decent cast for, um, and from what we've he- heard, it's not too bad. Um, I, I don't know whether it's going to stick to the main story completely or, or diverge a bit. There was a, there was obviously problems with the creators and whatnot, but uh, this one has huge potential. Avatar: The Last Airbender is is a beloved uh, cartoon um, among amongst you know pretty large swathe of the population. So yeah, this one this one's got potential. Yeah, see, I'm a fan of the other av- Avatar, so <laughs> I've never seen the. Ah, other okay. ones. I've never
0: seen the last. I was like, going, "Oh no, Avatar's 2022, and then Avatar's 2024, so I'm gonna miss it out of- on the 2023 ones because I'm really looking forward to the the new film." But yeah, I've never watched the last Avatar. I've got, I've, I know obviously about it. I know, but I've never actually watched it.
1: Yeah, and it had a terrible uh, live action movie before, so it might be one of them ones that just can't be translated into live action. But um, mm. yeah, we'll we'll see. Is is probably the best one.
0: Okay, so I'm going for my next pick, which is Secret Invasion, um, which is um, the next. It's kind of the next big live action series to drop on Disney Plus after She-Hulk. So this is coming in early 2023. I was a big fan of the comic book series because it's basically scrolls of kind of infiltrated everywhere, and you've kind of got Nick Fury kind of running around, and it kind of has a whole like Shield element um this is one that's like for me just like i'm just loving it i'm just can't wait to see this one this is um just got so many and it could impact on on the bigger mcu and it's got a big and it just feels like it's got that like continuation of the of the movies onto
1: it yeah cool uh, and i know absolutely nothing about it so i will be going into that one cold i I imagine uh, okay and your next pick uh it's from uh david benioff and db wise who did uh, um Game of Thrones, it's the free body problem. Uh, The budget I've heard on this one is absolutely enormous. It's been filming for nearly a year now. Um, It's based on a Chinese book uh, about the human's first contact with aliens. Um, And uh, uh, yeah, a great cast um, and and a lot of emphasis being put on it over there. Uh, Whether it gets out next year is another story. I think it will be towards the end if at all. Um, But yeah, absolutely huge Um, and but uh, the big question mark for this one is whether it's going to be too complicated for the masses. Um, yeah,
0: that's all, that's always an issue, isn't it, with these kind of things of, you know, whether or not it does translate well. Um, so for me, um, I'm going to go into the Star Wars territory now and I go with Ahsoka. So this is going to be like a continuation of the, like the Mandalorian time zone. And um, with Ahsoka, I'm guessing we're going to see Ezra in here and Sabine. And as a big fan of the Star Wars Rebels series, this is like just a continuation of that era. So it's like, it's got everything in it that I like. It's kind of like, it's just a small Star Wars, but it's close enough. And then if we've got Fawn in there as well, um, yeah. you've just got all the characters that I know and I like and seeing them on live screen and on, on live action for the first time. This is just like, yeah, this one sounds a lot of fun. I'm just really excited about this one.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then um, my final one, which I'm going to regret because this, I actually do not think there's any chance of it coming out next year. Um, so I'm going to say it anyway, but it's Her- Horizon Zero Dawn. It's based on the video game. Um, yeah. It's got a great uh, great team behind it. And um, yeah, uh, hope- hopefully it translates well over to screen. I think it will. Um, I think it's going to be easier than most um, it just depends on the budget, um, I should imagine, and getting it look- yeah. looking good.
0: No, I'm gonna. I have completed both games, so I am okay. I am completely in on a Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I love the character Aloy. I love um the world that she's in with the with the big dino robots and just the whole idea of like the story of you know being set thousands of years in the future and you know it's on Earth but they everything's been wrecked it is an an amazing story and um if they can it's getting the right um i mean i think i think it's better as a series than maybe as a as a movie i feel like with video games it's very difficult for them to be turned into movies because trying to condense i mean i just finished days gone the other day you know i put 40 hours into that game you can't Mm -hmm. squeeze that into a two-hour um story very easily and i feel like with horizon zero on a single series might ex- you know, ex- give a little bit more scope and give that one to go
1: yeah although i'm very much again going to regret saying that because there's there's zero chance that it's probably coming out next year um well i'd like since... to be wrong
0: <laughs> so you did that one. so i'm going to do one as well that might not necessarily hit in 2023 as well it might slip into 2024 and that's percy jackson and the olympians mm. um a brand new big big budget um, series. They're filming it right now in Vancouver. Um, big cast. Have obviously, got Netflix's Adam Project. You know, um, that was a, a yeah. that couldn't have been better timing for them to that movie to come out, and then the week after, they go Disney, go hello, yeah, he's ours now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was just like, um, but yeah. So I'm I'm really looking for. I have never read the books. I've never watched the movies, and I don't want to watch the movies now. I'm kind of I want to go in fresh for this new series and come in blind and like not compare it to anything and that's yeah. kind of been my way of looking at this series now but there's a I mean if there might be a hope that it slides into 2023 but I I think it might be more likely the tail end of the beginning of 2024 but this one for me is hearing so much about it there's so much excitement from the fans and I just want again something new and fresh and original mm. for, um on Disney Plus I know it's been it's been two movies before but just something big and epic that isn't Marvel and Star Wars
1: yeah, uh, it's basically there. You know, I I would compare it to like their Harry, um, going to be Disney's Harry Potter, mm-hmm. um, uh, and it has, has Christmassy vibes. So um, fingers crossed that it will come out Christmas. Um, yes. Next year.
0: So that so yeah. So that one's definitely from of Is that your free or you? Like yeah, that's all free. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It definitely feels like you know, there's a lot of stuff um, to be excited for. There's so many other shows and movies and stuff coming out next year. Um, and again, it it just feels like um, Netflix has kind of you know. They are pushing forward on it all, and they are coming out with some some great stuff. Um, I just wish they promoted it a little bit more. I mean, does that kind of bug you a bit? Uh
1: A little bit. I I, I mean, it's it's always tricky, right? Uh Because you know that I think a lot of that then stems into the debate around weekly and 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 dropping all at once. And I think half the trouble is is because their slate is so big. I, I think a you can't adequately market enough even if you wanted to you know what what defines good marketing at this point you know it's not like a theatrical where you're held to held to a budget um on that um so yes it does bug me a little bit i i, I wish they would slow down uh on some some things um but on, on, on the whole i think they've got to keep it going because you know we're in we're they're in a very, very competitive market where mm-hmm. everyone's competing for time. And the second you take your foot off the, the gas pedal, you know, you're, you're falling behind. So
0: Yeah, I mean, I've noticed like this last year with Disney, uh, especially here in the UK with Disney Plus, with having the additional stuff from Star, you know, like coming up, you know, we've got like Candy one week. We've got the bear the next week after, you know, um, we've got the old man. So we're getting like constantly shows dropping for adults as just as much as for um I and I love the fact now, like, we're on Disney Plus this summer. You know, we've been having – we have pretty much a new episode of something dropping every day. Yeah. You know, like, Tuesday – f- yeah, pretty much Monday to Friday, we're having new content dropping day. And I quite like having everything on different days rather than it all dropping on Wednesday. Um, I think because I'm – obviously, I'm more used to because I'm looking at it. But it's like I always feel like with Netflix, they'll put out a trailer and it kind of feels like that's all they do. And then, they, Whereas Disney are much more, like, Here's twenty-five trailers and we're gonna drop one every other day. <laughs> and here's a clip with five seconds more in it. And here's some character posters and here's um and the premiere and they they kind of got a they've got a, a system because I quite often see it funny people go, they've not advertised the Like No, they, they've done the same they've done for every movie. It just depends on whether, how well it picks up on social media, you know, they've kind of got a, a routine.
1: Yeah, I think me and you are probably absolutely horrible barometers of how well marketing performs because yeah. we're we're indulged in it constantly. But um, yeah, it, it is a problem. And but there's you know there's all of those Disney Plus shows. I probably couldn't name them that are coming out every every week. You know, um, so I, yeah, I think it's about what world you're immersed in, and, and I think Disney is primed yeah. for that because people are you know I way always, more I, fanatic with that.
0: I have I, I have two barometers of where I feel like when I know that a series or a movie. Is going to a bigger audience of a if I see an advert on a bus, if I'm driving, yeah. if, I, <laughs> if I see a bus go by with the logo on with a poster on it, then it's like, okay, they're going to that next level of um promotion. Mm-hmm. Also, if there's an advert like on mainstream television, you know, especially like you know, if it's an advert in the middle of you know this morning or an advert in the evening in the news, you like, oh, okay, like Obi Wan can or you know, it's like you can kind of go, okay, they're going out for a mass audience or if somebody's appearing on the one show, there's always that kind of feeling sure. like, okay, we're going after mainstream um, audiences. That's where I go, okay, that's where the, the, the promotion's gone to that next level.
1: Yeah, and it's it's hard to know which ones to prioritise, right? Because Lost mm. Ollie, I would have loved to see more promotion for that one. But quite clearly, they, they decided to... Focus on um, the Sandman or or the, some of the movies they've had this month. So it's it's about priority. Um, unfortunately for creators, that's that's the case as well because you know no creator wants their show to be buried on a streaming service. Um, but it's yeah. just taking off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. At least they, well, Netflix <laughs> does do that, but not not for shows that you've heard of. So
0: no. Yeah. It's it's been it's just been a very very strange year. Like between like everything going on with um, HBO Max. And discovery, and then Netflix, and then now we've got stuff going on, like with Paramount stuff. It's a very interesting thing. But I want also want to ask you. What I got you here is, obviously, Netflix are introducing an ad tier um, sure. at some point. Um, we don't know quite when that one's going to be dropping at the time of recording. Um, but do you think that's going to be a good thing for Netflix, and how do you think it's going to help them?
1: Uh, so, so I mean, it opens it up to to lower tier subscribers, I guess. Um, so, and and then you know, possibly could help keep churn down uh how well it does across the world I don't I don't know um I I think the price and strategy is going to be very different to Disney Plus it seems like Disney Plus has tried to raise the waters for everyone yeah. and you know hope hope that everyone go, either goes up to the top or they can recover enough from the ads I I, I think it's good for choice um I think it's inevitable that all, everyone's getting in on this um so yeah I, I think if it keeps Netflix competitive then it, it's ultimately good for anyone paying the the larger premium
0: Um, it's it's but i think the thing is now because in some ways and it's i know for my part like it was like you know and everyone be like well netflix are doing it too so it's been like the (laughs) the best way they're doing it so you this the whole system has changed of like you know netflix is doing it as well as disney so therefore it's like like it's it's there it's it's an option if you want it. because i kind of view of like like for me i mean we don't necessarily have the option here yet but like I maybe would go, like, well, I don't really watch enough Paramount Plus so that ads might be a better option. Or I personally don't watch a huge amount of Netflix, so the ads wouldn't bother. Mm. I think my wife would be really annoyed because she watches Netflix. That would be like, that's her number one thing. She watches nearly all the big shows. <laughs> so she would really be like, I don't want to watch the ads. But, um, you know, like, again, it's just a different level. You might feel the same, like, well, if you're only coming in for a Star Wars show, that ads might be a cheaper option for you.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Choice. Choices. is ultimately, I, I think I'd rather pay to not have ads at, at all and just churn out uh, um, rather than drop out onto mm. a lower tier. Um, but, you know, there's also got to be problems with uh, perception and how these ads interact. You know, if it's mm. a horrible experience and you're watching 20 minutes of ads. You know, I, I'd almost compare it to like, um, you know, going watching television nowadays, you know, the second something yeah. gets good, you're, you're interrupted with a five, 10 minute ad, ad break. And the- It's when you're watching live TV and my wife will go, can you feed, speed up? We're watching live. We can't go. <laughs> yeah.
0: we have to, we have to and you kind of forget because, you you know, we always do catch up and stuff, but it's very yeah. much, I feel like I did feel like with Disney, it was a bit of an odd one with their price point. Cause they kind of, they didn't go low. They were just like, no, we'll keep it's the only, we're going to keep the price the same and then, go up it was almost like look price rises are coming in we were really cheap to begin with um because netflix has got it's like i mean i'll be i'm on the bait i'm on the most basic netflix package i'm still in sd i mean like, why are they still offer that as the basic package well quite yeah exactly it's, i, I um, think that's yeah. the one
1: that's going to get rotated out if, if anything um so i reckon that won't get bumped to hd but you'll just have to uh, uh put up with ads um that would be my guess.
0: Um. Yeah, it's kind of an odd one because then ultimately there is going to be some price rises coming because it's just inflation. You know, it, it's it is what it is, and it's, it's that kind of thing. I feel like if the options there, it's up to you. But also, like we've said before, Wall Street and stuff are looking at them going. Well, how much money are you making? And I feel like the ads. I mean, I saw like a like you know they were like talking about the CPM for Netflix. I'm going, whoa
1: that's that's high. You don't know. <laughs> get anywhere near like that on YouTube. <laughs> no, you certainly don't. Uh, but yeah, that is w- what you get when you get premium. Um So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I wish they had done uh, announced it a bit sooner, uh, or perhaps at, at least not dug their heels in that they weren't gonna have it for all these years. I think it makes them look. Like they're making a very rash uh, U-turn, and that could be the case because you know um, they're just being forced to. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, I personally am not going to be taking much advantage out of these ads. I I, I, I mean, Channel Four is probably the good example. I've experienced Hulu ads as well, where you basically get the same six rolling around, and I, yeah, it's like torture. Ch- I, Channel f- yeah. Channel Four on demand for me
0: was. The most painful experience because every third ad it would crash, <laughs> and you would, ha- and then it didn't matter what device I was on. It would. This is why when we moved, it was like, well, we're just getting Sky because I can't put up with four on demand. I was no. <laughs> literally like, because every time you used to <laughs> fast forward, it would then you have to make you. So if it crashed, you'd have to restart it, and then you'd have to go through. If you're trying to speed forward, it would make you sit through all of the ad breaks that you would have missed.
1: And it was, yes. uh, it was,
0: it was a nightmare for the two years that we were on. The I was just yeah, like, that I is think, the worst case.
1: Yeah, and I think Hulu's got a pretty bad reputation yeah. for its ads as well. So um, whether I, 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 whether that one eventually gets churned into Disney Plus, I think that would be wise. Um, but quite clearly, all these companies can't uh, be losing money on streaming forever. So uh, Disney Plus has to bump their prices up. Mm-hmm. I imagine that there's going to be other. Um, Perks. I think there was something like an Amazon Prime.
0: Equivalent. Yeah, yeah, they've been. I I think to be honest, it makes a lot of sense. You know, try and offer you ten percent off at Shop Disney. Um, you know, offer you some discounts off cruise lines and um, basically get more money out your pocket. But they seem to be doing very well with my wallet. It's just got um a direct debit to them at the minute. <laughs> it's just like um, because I know like you say about like the Netflix store, You
1: quite often comment on how bad like
0: Netflix seems to be at like trying to get people over to it.
1: Yeah, it's 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 one of them things they keep they keep projects siloed well enough to the fact to the point where they can just bin it quite easily rather than going uh, for all in on stuff. Um, And I wish there was a bit more commitment that end. But I I think it's just a nature of how fast Netflix has had to grow and and experiment with things. And I just think think, that, yeah. yeah, they just cut stuff off too quickly. And also,
0: I mean, Disney sometimes can be a bit um, careful with its merchandise for new products. It will kind of sometimes hold back a little bit. But also, like, you know, this whole idea of them having, like, QR codes and shop Disney links straight in Disney Plus and stuff. It's like, well, it kind of makes sense, you know, if you can sell some action figures and some dolls and some plush and stuff. I mean, I feel like that's where the ad tier actually for them opens it up for them to get more money out yeah, of Yeah,
1: for sure. 100%. But, yeah. yeah, that makes – yeah, it's uh... – yeah, they call it. I mean, I, firework, I I can't say they.
0: anything about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, All these so, toys me. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think Netflix have tried to go more of the sort of like the supreme model thus far, where it's sort of like exclusive drops of stuff, and then once you've once you've missed out on it, uh, you've missed out on it, um, which is yeah. completely different to Disney that wants you to be, as you say, just buying constantly. Um,
0: yeah, what, they kind of have. A, I think also it's just again IP just makes it um, better in I think like Netflix is, it, 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 it's, I feel like Strange Things is like one of the only ones really that they kind of got, you know, because I have seen people walking by when with their Hair Fire t shirt on and stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's, like, you see people in the t shirt. Oh, yeah, they're, they're
1: everywhere. Uh, Squid yeah. Game maybe come close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, agreed. They, they need to do way more work in that department. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. But no, so there we
0: go. So it's great to be um, speaking to you today. And just kind of, again, we just wanted to have a little bit of fun, a little bit of um, talk
1: about kind of like Netflix and Disney Plus and stuff, but obviously as well. Casey, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, so our web- website is uh, whatsonnetflix.com, and I am on uh, Casey underscore, underscore more on Twitter. Yep. So on that note, guys, thank you for so much
0: for watching. Just a quick bit of a shout out as well to our patrons and YouTube channel members. Thank you so much for your support. Um, so big thank you to Chuck, David, Manmad, Raphael, Adam, Dana, Ricky, Dave, my VCR still works, Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, and Sarah. And also we've got um, Babka, Paul, Daniel, Elliot, Aero, Caleb, Red Man, Cody, Chris, Jacob, Darren, Lauren, Sarah, The Juice, and Andrew. Thank you so much for all of your support. And again, go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com and whatsonnetflix.com. We shall see you guys soon. Laters. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I shall see you guys in another video. Laters.